This is Ozarks at Large. Yesterday afternoon, a panel of seven administrators and experts from the University of Arkansas led a town hall-style meeting to address COVID-19, the Omicron variant, and the impact the virus will have on the spring semester on campus. Ozarks at Large's Matthew Moore reports. About 50 people gathered in person with an additional 500 online to hear from the university leadership the status of life on campus in the midst of a pandemic. Interim Chancellor Charles Robinson says that as long as classrooms are safe and students continue to mask, that face-to-face instruction is the course of action the university will be taking. So if those two things, safe classrooms and students masking up, are the two main criteria, how do we know that those two things are being considered seriously? Let's start with safe classrooms. Here's Richard Ashworth, the Director of Environmental Health and Safety for the university. From a ventilation perspective, the thing that you want are two things. You want as much fresh air and as much air movement as you can get in that space. The building's ventilation systems were maximized to bring in as much fresh air, outside air, as possible. Continue ventilation continuously. Don't let it stop. And then to also upgrade all filters to the highest effectiveness uh, that they can, that those systems will allow. The second factor is masking. It's worth noting that during the fall semester, the Arkansas legislature had passed a law making it illegal for schools to enforce mask mandates, known as Act 1002. The law has since been struck down as unconstitutional, but Warren Coleman, president of the Associated Student Government, says he and other student leaders on campus have consistently supported students wearing masks. And so that's why last fall we advocated to put in the mask mandate and to sign on to the letter whenever it wasn't legal to the governor to allow us to have a mask mandate. That was something I was happy to sign on to. And now as we have an uptick of obviously the Omicron variant, I want to be sure that masking is really something that every single student is doing in the classroom and in all indoor spaces. The mask policy doesn't just end there on campus. There's also a plan to implement enforcement. Here's Matt Mills, the head of emergency management for the university. The enforcement aspect is going to be exactly as it has been in the past, and it's going to be through university student conduct and through HR. You can report those cases at uh, report.uark.edu. Anyone on campus can visit the website and report COVID-19 concerns regarding students as well as employees. One of the most critical ways to ensure that the virus is under control on campus is testing. Dr. Huda Sharaf is the medical director for the Pat Walker Health Center, and she says whether it's a rapid test or a more sensitive PCR test. If it is positive, It is positive. That means that you need to isolate. Sharaf says if you do test positive, your day one of isolation starts the day after your swab, not the day after you receive your results. This is especially important if you took a PCR test where it can take up to three or four days to get results. There will be two different ways for folks on campus to get a COVID-19 test right now. One of those is through the university specifically. Dr. Sharaf again. As far as Pet Walker Health Center goes, boy, it's always a balance. We're still running our uh, drive-up PCR testing in our back parking lot. Uh, We have a couple of tents up. 
and uh, we're able to accommodate dozens of tests. Again, the issue that we have is staffing. Um, you know, in order to do all of this, in order to test, in order to take care of patients, in order to answer phone calls, um, in order to vaccinate, you need medical personnel. The other option is being conducted in the Union Mall by a third-party vendor called Crossroads Telemedicine. It's a walk-up clinic. Um, they, it's really for the university community at large, so university ID and an insurance card is required. They say they do have the capacity to do hundreds of tests each day. I know that yesterday, um, Captain Mills got, I think, a report that they completed about 130 tests yesterday. For the first day of school, I don't think that's too bad. So that will be ongoing through February the 18th. Because the walk-up clinic is being done by a third party and not by the university, those test results are not directly reported to the university. Matt Mills, again of emergency management, stresses the importance of self-reporting all off-site positive tests to the university, whether you're a student or faculty or staff. That allows us to see what we actually are experiencing on our campus. The only active cases that we count are those who have been on campus. So that self-reporting mechanism is vitally important if you're tested off campus or through a third party like that is running at the Union Mall right now. We, we have to have those reports filled out and submitted. Dr. Sharaf also emphasized the importance of vaccination. I know I speak for the majority of us when I say that I wish we could have all been more proactive, right? If we could have had more and more people vaccinated, we wouldn't have this ongoing transmission and we wouldn't have all these variants. As a result, she points out, we're seeing healthcare worker burnout and exhaustion. My heart always goes out to the emergency room, physicians and nurses. We're all tired. I mean, we're all COVID tired. But you know, the virus is not tired. The virus wants to survive. You can find links on where to self-report, as well as other critical details from this story, at our website, ozarksatlarge.com. For Ozarks at Large, I'm Matthew Moore.